You're listening to Clouser on Business. Thanks for coming back. I'm Clouser, your host. Appreciate you being with us today. I believe one of the most challenging aspects to business and management is interacting with other people, our coworkers, those we report to, or those who report to us. And the reason I believe that is we all come from varying emotional makeup and from a broad range of educational and career experience. Each of us have developed our personal values, our core values, those that make us fulfilled, are critical to us, and complete us as human beings. How we analyze our work experience is predicated on these core values. Do they line up? Does my workplace and job cause me to grow? Or does the workplace and job leave me wanting to look elsewhere? Are we excited and looking forward to our workplace and the job? Or is it someplace we dread to go? I've said before on these podcasts that the thing I hear the most from people when I ask, how's it going, the the typical answer I get back is, well, it's another day in paradise. I'm just wondering what paradise is really going to look like, huh? (laughs) Well, how do we keep people engaged and not leave? And why do employees leave their employer for another? Someone has said, uh, and I quote, and uh, this is an anonymous uh, provider, but Uh, Some employees have decided to quit and leave. Others quit but have stayed. And I'm afraid that's the situation uh, as managers and employers that uh, we really do not want that situation. We don't want that person that is mentally checked out and not working for us. Well, my profession requires some continuing education, actually a lot of continuing education, and I've enjoyed a course that speaks to this topic titled Seven Reasons Employees Leave, and it was written by Lee Branham, founder of the consulting firm Keeping the People, Inc., Incorporated, and author of the book Keeping the People Who Keep You in Business. Think about that for a second. Have you lost people and and not know why, or do you have employees that are putting in the minimum? You know, if so, you should be trying to find the answer. I mean, and, and uh, you know, I joke a little bit on the podcast, but this is really a, you know, a serious matter. I mean, people are depending on you as a manager every day, depending on us every day, and it's something that uh, we should be aware of when our culture maybe doesn't have all the aspects that it should. And if you're not having these problems, you have fully engaged employees, low turnover people aren't leaving you or whatever, then I applaud you for doing the right things in your business or department to keep your employees. Well, one of the many principles I took from the course, took away from the course, was the author's conclusion that if one of the following elements were missing, the disengaging process would begin. And that just in and of itself says something, too, that this is a process. Somewhere along the line, when an employee gets, uh, you know, you know, dissatisfied or whatever the process starts and sometimes the process ends real quickly they'll come in the next day and quit move on or whatever but others they may they may take months or possibly years because they're trying to line themselves up for something else and that process you know for from their perspective takes time and uh, so it's a process I guess is the important thing so the four elements that the author talks about is number one is the need for trust expecting the company and management to deliver on their promises i'm assuming we assuming that we probably interviewed this person so during the course 
of the interview process. You've exchanged information. You're, you've told the told this employee that, you know, the company's going to do this and, you know, you'll be able to do this and that in the company and your responsibilities will um, involve all these things. So has that really happened? I mean, is that really going on? The second is the need to have hope. From an employee standpoint, you know, am I going to be able to grow professionally and to use my skills? I mean, I think that's just a basic, you know, need that, you know, I, I mean, I would say that, you know, for myself. I mean, am I going to be able to utilize the things I've learned in my education and maybe from other work uh, experience? The third thing is the need to feel worthy and respected. Feeling confident that if you work hard, demonstrate commitment, that you will be rewarded accordingly. I mean, is that is is that happening in your workplace? Is that how you have your company or the department or division set up um, that, you know, if that person working for you does do all those things, are, are you even aware as a manager that those things are going on? And in, maybe another thing would be to go along with this is, you know, how are you measuring that? You know, what kind of tools do you have or reporting uh, mechanisms do you have in place to, uh, to be able to measure that and then uh, communicate that back to the employee? We've talked, uh, Heidi and I have talked on this podcast before about, you know, how do we communicate information to our employees? Is there a system in place? And are you doing it, you know, in a positive way and in the right settings? And then the fourth thing would be that uh, the need to feel competent as you gain mastery. Expecting what that's all about is expecting that you'll be matched to a job that uses your talents and that it, that it is, the job is challenging. And this will set set me up, set your employee up, uh, you know, for future job roles. That you know, it's a you know, it's a kind of a building block thing where we're you know building a foundation, and you know what I start out doing will build will build toward the next step. And you know, as my uh, career moves on with your company, that I'm going to be you know someone that's going to just really be a great asset, you know, for you and, and for the company. Now I understand from experience. Uh, with being an employee myself and being an employer, that this is a two-directional process, meaning as an owner or manager, I need to be on top of my game with directing and mentoring and coaching my employees. And as an employee, I need to be doing all that I can do to learn my job and do my job with the correct attitude and, quite frankly, show up every day to do my job, you know, <laughs> you know, be, you know, be faithful, uh, you know, to what you've signed up for. But I believe also that we all know that um, not all people in management positions are good managers. I mean, let's just face it, we're all human beings. I mean, we, you know, we have our, you know, fallacies and whatever, and, uh, you know, we'd like to think that we can fill that role, but sometimes the person in the management role just isn't the right uh, person for that position. And I'd say, you know, being fair that the other side of the coin is correct, too, that not all employees, although they might think they are, uh, just doing the greatest job that they can ever do really aren't cutting it. So, you know, so it's a, you know, it's a, the street runs both ways, so to speak, in this matter. So to you who are managers or owners that are listening, uh, is your company missing one of these elements? I mean, can you say for certain these are all in place and as important you know, are you managing accordingly? I mean, are you doing your job as a manager? 
Are you being proactive? I mean, do you have your uh, the people that report to you excited enough about what they're doing that, you know, they'd follow you anywhere? I mean, you've, we've all heard the stories of great leaders who, you know, a great leader could probably lead a group of people off the cliff because, you know, just um, the skill set and everything and the leadership is there that, you know, they just have a lot of faith and, you know, and trust in, in leaders. So, um, but uh, if, if, if these aren't in place, you know, work to correct the situation and be sure your employees know that you're making an effort to remedy the situation. And I think that, you know, when, it, when we build trust amongst each other, I think if people generally know that, hey, uh, this guy or gal is doing what they said they're going to do, I mean, that's the first step in building a, a great amount of trust. And then to those who might be employees that are listening, if your workplace is missing one of these elements, have you had a candid conversation with management? You know, if not, you need to do so. Management types are not mind readers. I mean, I don't know what you're thinking. I don't know what the people that report to me are thinking. I can only judge certain things by behaviorals, but, you know, sometimes I miss the mark on on that too because the behavior maybe isn't really what they're thinking and and if they're uh, disenchanted, uh, you know, I might miss the mark there. But, I, you know, as an employee, you know, go to them and, you know, tell them in an appropriate setting, you know, how you're feeling. Give them a chance to remedy the situation. And if you've done this and there's been no change and you really don't anticipate, you know, any changes to be made, well, don't be that person that we talked about earlier in the podcast who quits mentally but stays you're not doing yourself any good and you're not doing your employer any good either. So all this sets the table for the author's seven reasons for why employees leave. Now the purpose of this podcast is not to discuss the seven reasons. We'll be might be doing that on a future podcast. But if you're wanting to know the number one reason, here it is. It's the job or workplace was not as expected. And the disconnect for the expectations come from both sides, and the you know the disappointments are manyfold, both from the employer standpoint and from an employee standpoint. Hey, well, a short podcast today, but I hope the topic is one that might challenge you as a manager, as and an employee, you know, to um, to be a better manager and to be a better employee. Uh, just want to say thanks again to Lee Bannum for a great uh, CPE course and his expertise on the subject matter. A reminder to tell your friends about the podcast. We uh, really enjoy, we, we do have a world audience and really appreciate the, the comments and the feedback that we uh, receive. And if you have uh, comments or some questions, please uh, go to our website, clouseronbusiness.com, to submit those. Be sure to tell your friends we're on TuneIn, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, and as always, ClauserOnBusiness.com. Well, all for now, you've been listening to Clauser on Business.